1490 Sports Betting Radio now presents The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. That's how winning is done. Now get out there and do it. Pulls up, three-pointer. Bang! One hour down, two more to go here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. How we doing? Live in studios. South Jersey, pick up the phone, give me a holla. 609-601-3290. 609-601-3290. And the Western Conference Finals, Game 3. One minute into the fourth quarter here, the Denver Nuggets 93, the Los Angeles Lakers 77. Only 77 points by the Lakers in Game 3. And the Nuggets, Game 2, an unbelievable shot by Anthony Davis with just about two seconds left to win the game. Denver climbed back into that game and down 16. Got it all the way up to 8 or 10 points, and then it ended up coming down to the wire. But that was the Nuggets' chance. All right, I I picked Denver to cover the spread in this game tonight. I picked the under. Both look like good picks right now. Still about 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. We'll see how it closes out. But the Lakers are the better team. Denver... Not getting the respect they deserved all postseason, all season long, really over the past two seasons. Jokic is a superstar. Jamal Murray is asserting himself as a superstar here. They just don't have the firepower. Anthony Davis has had an unbelievable postseason, and they have this guy, LeBron James. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Rajon Rondo is very useful to have in your rotation, especially playing alongside LeBron James. He's smart basketball player, great passer, long, can guard multiple positions. Caruso is turning into a really good threat from the outside. Kuzma's a nice piece on the right team. They have a lot of length. Dwight Howard has found a role here in L.A. Javal McGee, also a seven-footer. So the Lakers have a lot of different guys Seven footers to throw at Jokic. It's it's a tough series for Denver to win four out of seven times. But I never thought that Denver would get swept. And this seems like at least one of the games that they're going to pick up here tonight in game three. You know what the odds were before tonight for Denver to win this series? Down 2-0. For the Denver Nuggets to come out of the Western Conference. Plus... 2,000. Those are good odds for a team that has been down 3-1 twice this postseason. I'm not sitting here saying that they're going to come back, but all it takes is one injury. One injury to Anthony Davis. He misses a couple games, and all of a sudden, Denver can steal it. I mean, you give me those odds. Why not take a flyer on him? They're going to change now tonight, most likely, as the series is going to shift to 2-1. And you look at the odds for the NBA title. Lakers minus 400 right now to win the NBA title. The Heat 
right behind him at plus 550. I wouldn't call that right behind him, but they're the next best odds at plus 550. The Celtics at plus 700. That's an interesting pick, although Miami's my pick to win that series. We'll see what happens tomorrow night between Miami and Boston. A crucial game for Boston. Must win. We'll see how Miami responds after dropping game three. Boston has to realize that they can't go down 3-1, that they can't beat this team three straight times. Miami's going to get punched in the mouth tomorrow night. That's a fact. Can they take that punch and still figure out a way to win that game? That's going to be a great game. That's going to come down to the last possession. And with the Celtics right now with those odds, we'll see. We're going to keep track of all of that throughout the week, next week, all the way up until the Larry O'Brien trophy is being lifted up by someone. Someone's going to win it. It just feels like it's the Lakers season. We'll see, though. They still have to close out the Denver Nuggets, and that's not going to be an easy task. I promise you it's not going to be as easy as it appeared before tonight's Game 3 got underway. NFL Week 2, crazy week, especially for the favorites, dominated the week. Some big parlays cashed for a lot of different bettors throughout the country, crushing a lot of different sports books. Overall, the sports books took a beating in NFL Week 2. Home favorites with a strong record through two weeks. Favorites straight up with a strong record through two weeks. And against the spread, underdogs are right around 500. What have we learned? What have we learned? I think there's a couple interesting games on the Week 3 NFL slate. And there's one game we already mentioned. I mentioned it with Q earlier on tonight's show. The Panthers are six-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Chargers. And that Chargers story is an interesting story for me because Tyrod Taylor, last minute, a couple hours before kickoff, couldn't play. Justin Herbert, the rookie. You're in, kid. Go get him. Win one for the Gipper. First NFL start, no preparation. Just hours before the game, he's told he's starting, and he played really well against the defending Super Bowl champs. He should have won that game. Not only did he play well, he led that team to a win, essentially. They ended up losing in overtime. The Chiefs with a 58-yard field goal to win it late in overtime. But, man, a couple different decisions, one or two plays go the other way and we're talking about the Chargers and rookie quarterback Herbert taking down Patrick Mahomes Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs head coach Lynn for the LA Chargers came out today and said Tyrod Taylor when he's ready to go he's the starter and it looks like it's not official yet but reports have come out that said Taylor will be able to play once Sunday rolls around And I brought this point up to Q earlier, and I think it's an important one. The Chargers have struggled early. It's still very early, but the Chargers, low expectations. 
Not a lot of support in that area. Add in the pandemic with no fans, even though they're used to playing in front of no fans anyway. Yeah, I went there. It's been a tough, a tough year so far early on in the NFL season. They had no success in week one, really struggled to move the ball. You insert this kid. He played with no fear. There was a couple highlights of him tucking the ball and running, taking hits, getting right up, had some swagger, played fearless, made some nice throws, stood in the pocket, took some hits, delivered some touchdown strikes. And he had that team competing against essentially the best team in the NFL. The locker room seemed to really rally around him. And now you're putting him back on the bench and you're inserting the guy nothing against Taylor. I'm sure there's no hatred in that locker room for him, but now you're putting in that guy and everyone's like, oh, all right, well, let's let's see. This isn't always an apples-to-apples comparison, but I think it's a good one for this situation. It's like the NHL when a backup goalie all of a sudden gets hot and the team leaves him in in the playoffs and he can rattle off four or five straight wins for you, and you're like, where did this guy come from? I think that's the situation that the Chargers are dealing with, and I think they're going to struggle. I think they're going to come out flat, and the Panthers aren't as bad as some people realize. I I see the Panthers covering that spread, and I think that spread's going to move by the time we get to later in the week, Friday, Saturday, early Sunday morning. So that's an early spread, I think, is a little bit off. We'll be right back. Much more on The Fix. The second level. Whose last name would you take as your own if you had to pick one? Asman, Desiree, or Shander? It's not Asman. Ron Asman? Yeah. I think you'd have to go Tony, right? Ron Shander isn't terrible. Ron Shander sounds like a real estate agent. Ron Desiree or Ronnie D. Ronnie D is great. Tony D, Ronnie D. You guys are a couple of brothers out there. The second level with Aton Shander. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey's best. This is Joe Krause with this week's Financial Minute. One of the most important decisions you'll need to make when buying a home is choosing the length of your loan. Many banks and credit unions offer terms ranging from 10 to 30 years, with 15 and 30 being the most widely offered. Each of these options comes with its own set of pros and cons. Financial advisors agree that a 15-year mortgage is the best choice for those looking to maximize their savings over time by paying off the home and building equity faster. But since monthly payments on a shorter loan are higher, it can be more difficult to budget for them. On the other hand, a 30-year mortgage offers the convenience of lower monthly payments, which can help you if you're building your savings for emergencies and retirement while making payments. Need help finding the right mortgage option for you? Visit pfcu.com for more information. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, not here for our profit, here for yours. 
hurt at work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. The secret is out about the award-winning Wycombe Public House. People travel from everywhere for their mouth-watering 10-ounce burgers and the area's best wings, nightly food specials, their turkey ball, and their homemade treats. Wycombe Public House is a craft beer paradise with 18 rotating drafts, including a weekly selection from acclaimed local brewery Tired Hands. So hop in the car and take a drive to Bucks County because when you arrive at the Wycombe Public House, you'll know that you're home. Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf, where style meets performance. You know the feeling most of your golf shirts are too big, too tight, and don't look great. Get the classic style golf shirt with the modern feel and let pure feel take over the next time you play. BostonScottGolf.com. Boston Scott Golf. Feel good, play good, and enjoy a great round of golf. Visit now. BostonScottGolf.com. Use the code Harry and save 20%. AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio is South Jersey's home for my guys in the desert. Weekdays starting at 5. I'm Brent Musburger. Join me and the biggest names in sports and sports betting for the latest news and information on the games of the day. We'll deliver all the information that you need to wager and win at the sportsbook. That's my guys in the desert with me, Brent Musburger, right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Your home with a better network. Welcome back, everyone, to The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. The Lakers making a little bit of a late-game push here. Think it might be a little too late. I don't know. A lot of time on the clock. We'll keep you updated. 99-91. Denver Nuggets up by eight with just over seven minutes to play. That's a lot of timeout. Uh, a lot of, I just said timeout because Denver just called a timeout. It's a lot of time remaining. For LeBron and AD. I got a little cocky earlier. (laughs) Got a little cocky. Saying I told you so. Denver with the points. Can you imagine? If the Lakers not only end up coming back. But end up covering late. Nuggets right now with an 89% chance to win the game. Don't think that's happening. They were up by 20. I mean, Denver all postseason has been the team coming back. They're not used to being up by 20 points. And the Lakers showing that they have some fight in them as well here, not giving up. Anthony Davis, 27 points. LeBron James, 22 points. Jamal Murray's been balling out for Denver. He has 22. Jokic, the joker for Denver, he also has 22. And here we go. Game three, must win for Denver. And the public, for the first time in a while, was actually on Denver with me. 
This is per the Action Network here. 62% of the spread bets for this game tonight, Lakers-Nuggets, came in on Denver. 62%. 59% of the money came in on Denver. The total, depending on where you got it, 213.5 for 214.5. 66% of the bets went over. And that looks like it could end up going over, especially with how the Lakers have been scoring the ball here late in the third into the fourth quarter. And we will stay on top of this game with just over seven minutes to play. Can Denver cling on to this now small lead in game three of the Western Conference Finals? Man, that would be a devastating loss, especially after a devastating game two loss, which came in a different fashion a game winner by Anthony Davis. And if Denver figures out a way to blow this game and blow this lead, that's put a nail in him, bro. It's over. 609-601-3290. LeBron James lays it in. Then on the other end, Rondo steals the ball, and right now it's 99-95. We got a ball game. Denver is blowing it. Wow. Lakers winning this quarter, the fourth quarter, by 14, 20-6. All L.A. in the fourth. Jokic with a foul now, and it's going to be a two-point ball game. Most likely, it's going to be a two-point ball game with just over six minutes to play. Kuzma makes the first three throw. It's a three-point game. Wow. Wow. Absolutely shocked at this here as Denver now is in a dogfight with LeBron, AD, and the L.A. Lakers after being up big. At one point, they were up by 16, if not more. And they have to figure out a way now to to hold on. The betting public saw what happened in Game 2. They took the history of the Nuggets in this postseason into consideration. Heavy action on the Nuggets spread. And the money, slight edge to Denver. We'll see what happens. Could be a shocker here down in the bubble as finally Denver gets a bucket to go. Jeremy Grant, former Sixer, process Sixer, hits a shot in the lane to give Denver a five-point lead again and a little bit of breathing room. Wow. 101-98 now as LeBron answers right away on the other side. It was a 90% win probability for Denver just a couple minutes ago. It's down to 68 This is a championship DNA. That's a stupid cliche. That's overused, but Lakers, the overwhelming favorite now to win the NBA title, minus 400, depending on where you're looking. And they're showing you why. LeBron with 28 points, AD with 27, and they're as tough of a one-two punch as you're going to see in the NBA. Jokic misses a shot. Davis with the rebound, 101-98, just under five minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. 609-601-3290, the fix with Ryan Rothstein, Monday to Friday, 10-1. to 
And the NBA's right back in action tomorrow night. Miami Heat taking on the Boston Celtics. Game four of that series. And it's a must win for the Boston Celtics. Can they figure out a way to tie up this series? It's been... I mean, both series, not not so much the Western Conference now, but a great game two, Lakers-Nuggets, and now shaping up to be an exciting finish to game three, and it's been pretty much the same for Miami and Boston. Boston, a three-point favorite going into tomorrow night's game four matchup at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Boston... Had a big lead in the last game in Game 3. The Celtics led by as many as 20 points, similar to the Nuggets tonight. But they never trailed. They they won that game 117-106. And the Celtics blew a 14-point lead in Game 1 and a 17-point lead in Game 2. So if you're a better, and I think that's been part of the odds makers' mindset here, is the Celtics have been favored every game so far this series that they seem like the better team on paper and even through three quarters of almost every game in the series, but Miami has just been finding ways to win. And that's what L.A. could possibly do tonight here and really steal one and let the air out of the tires for the Denver Nuggets. Gordon Hayward. A much-needed return for Boston last game. He scored six points in 31 minutes, but his return just allows Boston to do different things on the offensive end. Jalen Brown led the team last game with 26 points, 11 of 17 from the field. He pulled down seven rebounds, five assists, and Tatum is becoming a number one option on a title team, man. He grew up real quick. A guy that the Sixers could have had, but I won't go down that rabbit hole. He added 25 points last game. Man, I cannot believe the Denver Nuggets are about to blow this game. Miami, Boston, just to give you a couple more um, stats and betting trends. Looking ahead to game four of that matchup because that's an 8.30 tip-off tomorrow night. So that'll be in the second half by the time we tip off here on the fix. The Heat are 4-11 and against the spread in its last 15 games as the home team against the Celtics. And Boston's 5-0 and against the spread in its last five games as the road team. Boston has established themselves as the better team in the series. It's just had a couple really bad fourth quarters. And as betters, we try to find the value, and I believe it's on Boston. All right, I've been big on Miami all postseason, but you're telling me Boston with their backs against the wall? I see this series going seven, and in order for this series to do so, I think Boston needs to get a win tomorrow night. I think they do that. I would take Boston minus three. And on the total, 210.5, it's jumped two points, which is a big adjustment. The game two line was 208, and it went under. Odds makers stayed with that 208 number for game three, and it went over due to some big-time shooting and poor defense late in the fourth quarter because the game is out of reach. I think there's value now on this under because it's going to be a dogfight. A couple extra days off. 
it's going to be real intense, especially on the defensive side of the of the uh, ball game here. And I see a similar finish to game four that we saw in game two, like a 105-103, a 103-99 type of finish, and Boston figures out a way to hold on and tie up that series. One oh three ninety eight. Denver clinging on, white knuckling it with just over three minutes to play in the fourth quarter of a pivotal game three as the Lakers lead the series two games to none. Denver looking to stay alive. Can they do it? The second level. For the fake news, the third story, which is Jake Asman schooling you yes. on a tweet I sent over the weekend. This is the result of that said tweet. I got to talk to the guy after you who tweeted out that a new name was going to be announced in 15 minutes. Did you see that Yeah, tweet? so I think Aton was making the joke basically being like, oh, we have a bad PR story. Well, let's announce a new name so no one's Thank talking you. about Darius. Well, that Guys, was a bad joke. It went over my head. Yeah, he fooled you. See, I'm on Aton's level there. He was doing a little, like, joking troll being like, oh, watch them put out their name now. No one will talk about Darius. Guys, we'll be talking about their new name. That was awesome. And thank you, Jake Asman. Look at that guy standing up for me, and he said even I'm on his level. Jake Asman is on the second level. I was trying to bring you up there with that joke on Friday. I can't believe, of all people, you took it literally. The second level with Aton Shander, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Finding the right lawyer for your legal issue can be a daunting task. Researching the Internet, calling law firms, and trying to get a lawyer on the phone can all be a nightmare. And then you might not even find the right lawyer for your situation. My Lawyer Tree takes the hassle out of finding the right lawyer. Go to MyLawyerTree.com or call 1-833-LAW-TREE. That's MyLawyerTree.com or call 1-833-LAW-TREE and let them do the work for you. It's free, quick, and easy. My Lawyer Tree. When you need a good lawyer, now. I'm Joe Krause with your Home Improvement Minute presented by Russell Roofing and Exteriors. Potential upcoming storms may leave you and your family with unexpected roof damage or property damage. Russell Roofing is here with emergency services and wants you to consider these suggestions. Things you can do from the ground. Look for cracked, damaged, or missing shingles, moss, loose nails, and uneven or indented shingles. Inspect your gutters and downspouts for dents and an accumulation of roof granules. And when you have a question, call Russell Roofing at 215-887-7800 for answers. Inside your home. Take notice the water spots on the ceilings in your attic. Look for water damage in particular rings around the nails on the ceiling and feel to make sure there is airflow. And most important, don't delay. Go to RussellRoofing.com. Two S's, two L's. That's RussellRoofing.com. I'm Joe Kraus with your Home Improvement Minute. I'll see you at home. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. 
Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf, where style meets performance. You know the feeling. Most of your golf shirts are too big, too tight, and don't look great. Get the classic style golf shirt with the modern feel and let pure feel take over the next time you play. BostonScottGolf.com. Boston Scott Golf. Feel good, play good, and enjoy a great round of golf. Visit now. BostonScottGolf.com. Use the code Harry and save 20%. AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio is South Jersey's home for my guys in the desert. Weekdays starting at 5. I'm Brent Musburger. Join me and the biggest names in sports and sports betting for the latest news and information on the games of the day. We'll deliver all the information that you need to wager and win at the Sportsbook. That's my guys in the desert with me, Brent Musburger, right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Your home with a better network. All right, welcome back to The Fix. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein, and under a minute left now to play in the Western Conference Finals, Game 3, Denver, up by 12. It looks like they closed this one out, man, but that was that was scary for a minute. For any bettors who had the nuggets with the points or even the money line, dare I say, the Lakers climbed right back into it. Got off to a hot, a real hot start in the fourth quarter. And they cut it to three at one point, but Jamal Murray just hit a step-back 29-footer to extend the lead. And the Nuggets are going to hold on and cut this lead in half as looks like this one's all but over. Lakers are going to lead the series now 2-1. to one. 609-601-3290, live in studio, South Jersey, taking you all the way up to 1 a.m. NBA conference finals in full effect. And after a couple extra days rest for Miami and Boston, it feels like we haven't seen those two teams play in a while. They're back in action tomorrow night, 8.30, and I just told you on the other side, been big on Miami all postseason. Picked them in the first two games. Picked Boston in game three. And I'm picking Boston again in game four. I expect this series in the Eastern Conference to go seven games. And Boston has to win tomorrow night for that to happen. Boston a three-point favorite. They've been favored every game this series so far in the Eastern Conference Finals. See what the public's doing for that game. 63% of the public bets for the spread have gone to the Boston Celtics. 74% of the public bets have bet the over. And 71% of the bets for the money line 
have also taken Boston. So the public across the board feels like Boston figures out a way to tie that series up. And I, I have to agree. This is one of those rare scenarios where the public's big on them. The odds makers are telling you indirectly that they feel like Boston's going to win this game. Journalists, media members, everyone you speak with or listen to or read seems like they're picking the Boston Celtics to tie that series up tomorrow night at 2-2. And we'll have you updated. That tips off at 8.30. We'll have the entire second half right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. That's what we do here on The Fix. If you're a new listener, giving you the live in-game odds and updates, anything going on, and it's been a lot of fun so far with the debut show last Monday night. I have to touch on the Phillies because it's been a busy show. We had Rich Quinones on earlier in the show. He's on AM 1490 Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, 4 to 6. Had some fun with him talking NFL. Then John McMullen, as he does every single night at 1030, talking Eagles. Lakers game has been bonkers. Been updating you there. But the Phillies had a doubleheader today, the last doubleheader of the season. Finally, thankfully, the two seven-inning games. And just a week ago, the Phillies looked like all but a lock to make the extended postseason as we're in the final week of Major League Baseball. And it's just been a disaster in Philadelphia for the Phillies. An absolute disgrace. Aaron Nola pitched game one. A couple of big errors, one by Bryce Harper early in that game one doubleheader. Nola gave up five, two of them unearned runs. And in game two, a walk-off, Phillies lose, 8-7. Now what? Season wraps up Sunday, and updated odds to make the playoffs. The Phillies now, NL odds to make the playoffs. The Phillies were sitting pretty for a while here. Now plus 210 to make the playoffs. Odds to miss the playoffs for the Phillies, an overwhelming minus 275. They're going to need some help. They're going to have to win and need some help now if the Phillies want to find themselves in the postseason next week. Tuesday, the MLB postseason begins a week from tonight. What went wrong? What happened? We know the bullpen has been a mess the entire 60-game shortened season. The offense really caught fire for a stretch, like a four-week stretch there. But the past couple weeks, as John Cruck put it, Phillies analyst, This is a Little League team. They want no parts of the postseason. No urgency. And a lot of fans, media members, are blaming the front office. Matt Klentek. It's an interesting time in Philadelphia sports right now. You have the Phillies. An utter disappointment. Looking like they're going to miss the playoffs after being a near 85% chance of making the playoffs just a week ago now they're they're out I mean they need some help and they need to rattle off a bunch of wins here the rest of the week to get in we'll see if they're able to do it Philly's front office is a mess the Eagles front office 
is in question, to say the least. The Sixers front office, we all know the story there, with Elton Brand and the ownership, Josh Harris, the decisions they made to sign Tobias Harris, to bring in Al Horford, to let go of Jimmy Butler, who's now playing in the conference finals. Philadelphia sports has high expectations for those three teams, and the front office just seems unable to push any of those teams over the hump. Disappointing is the word to use for all three of those teams in Philadelphia right now. As the Phillies find themselves on the outside of the playoffs looking in, they're not going to make it. I'll go on record and say they will not make the postseason. The Eagles now have to figure out a way to beat Joe Burrow, rookie Joe Burrow, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Six-and-a-half-point favorites the Eagles are, and I <laughs> I like Cincy with the points there, but we'll dive more into that throughout the week. And the Sixers getting swept in the opening round of the playoffs this year to Boston, their rival, as they continue to play former Sixer Jimmy Butler in the conference finals just a mess in Philadelphia right now do you have faith in any of them do you have faith in the Eagles do you have faith in the Phillies do you have faith in the Sixers to hire a new coach Billy Donovan was on the Sixers radar to become the next head coach after they fired Brett Brown news breaks today he's going to Chicago to coach the Bulls so now it's between Mike D'Antoni and Ty Lu. I do not understand why the Sixers would bring in D'Antoni. D'Antoni, famous for those Phoenix Suns teams led by Steve Nash. He likes to push the pace, shoot a lot of threes early in shot clocks. He's been the coach in recent years for the Houston Rockets with James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul. Same thing. He likes to take a lot of threes and push the pace. I don't know how that style bodes for a a good relationship with Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and the roster that the Sixers have. So we'll keep an eye on that. And the Phillies now, Bryce Harper, $300 million man, the big signing. Not much has changed for the Phillies. They've been a 500 team now for what feels like forever going on three years. They fire their manager, Gabe Kapler. They bring in Joe Girardi, the veteran, the former Yankees manager, and he hasn't done anything. He's a different personality. I like Girardi, but bottom line is the results, and the results are showing a lot of the same. Just a frustrating time in Philadelphia sports. 609-601-3290 South Jersey. Phillies fans out there. Eagles fans. Sixers fans. Do you have confidence in any of these teams right now? Because I certainly don't. Did you bet either of the Phillies games today? I liked day one, uh, game one, excuse me, of today's doubleheader for the Phillies with Nolo on the hill after losing last night. Figured they bounced back. Nope. I'm a fool for thinking that. Phillies 0-4 in their last four games when Nola or Wheeler are on the hill getting the start. That's their two best pitchers. They're not providing any run support. Man, 
where do they go from here? Minus 275 now odds to not make the playoffs the Phillies are. That's a good bet. (laughs) That is a good bet. Nuggets figure out a way to win. That final, 114-106, they win by eight. They're six-and-a-half-point underdogs, so they win outright. Nice win by Denver to figure out a way to keep their hopes alive. It's still a series now. Who knows what happens game four. Anything could happen. We've seen this team fight. Who knows? Maybe they're able to pull off and steal another game here, game four, and really make this thing interesting. The Lakers, NBA title odds, minus 400. If you're looking for value, don't look there. The Nuggets before this game, just out of a value aspect, they were plus 2,000 to win this series. And that's going to change now after they win tonight. But that's, I mean, why not? Why not? Crazier things have happened. The NFL, I gave you, you know, we're already previewing week three. And I talked about one game in particular, the Chargers and the Panthers. And that Chargers situation, I think, is is a story to keep an eye on with the rookie stepping in against the Kansas City Chiefs and really playing well. Now they're going back to Tyrod Taylor. And you look at the Panthers getting a touchdown in that game. I I love the Panthers right now. And we'll see where that line moves and what the public does throughout the week. But if you're looking to maybe get an advantage early in the week here as Tuesday's winding down and as we head into Wednesday's slate of games and we're into the middle of the week, Thursday night football already quickly approaching as The Miami Dolphins look to avoid an 0-3 start against Gardner Minshew and the Jags Thursday night, 820. We'll have that game for you right here, AM 1490, live on the fix. But we're trying to look for some other value bets early in the week for NFL Week 3. And I, I talked a lot yesterday about what stood out to me on Sunday, and it's the favorites. The favorites going 14 and 1 straight up. And there is reports of a lot of sports books getting hit big across the country from parlays where it was heavy favorites, teasers, heavy favorites. And I think there's some opportunity in week three for the same thing to happen. You look at this Tennessee-Minnesota game. This is another one. Tennessee only minus two and a half. Minus 130 on the money line. And it's on the road. It's in Minnesota. Minnesota looked horrible in week two against the Colts. And and I gave you my thoughts on Phillip Rivers and the Colts after week one. I'm not betting Phillip Rivers once this entire NFL season. I will not put my money on on the Colts. Sorry. He burns you. Too often throughout his entire career, I drank that Chargers Kool-Aid way too often. 
and even everyone this offseason before week one, oh, Philip Rivers, oh, and Indy, okay, yeah, Frank Rake's there, okay, yeah, I, I think they're going to be good. No, stop it. I, I just think the Vikings are that bad. And that's why I circled this game as a game to bet early in the week. The Titans going into Minnesota, only two-and-a-half-point favorites, good value on the money line. Vikings only put up 11 points. They only had 175 total yards. They turned the ball over three times. And the Titans are coming off a close game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who play on Thursday night against the Dolphins. But Ryan Tannehill, man, he's really having success in Tennessee. We saw it last year, obviously, getting to the AFC title game. But last week, 18-24, four touchdowns without his receiver, A.J. Brown. And Dalvin Cook got paid in the offseason. He hasn't been doing much. He has 113 rushing yards, not in one game, in two games. Cousins really struggling, and that's something that Q brought up, uh, Q brought up earlier in the show. Tannehill has six touchdowns. That's tied with Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Minshew, and Josh Allen for the lead in the NFL. He's completing over 70% of his passes. He has 121 passer rating. And the Vikings are just olaying opposing offenses down the field, giving up 284 passing yards a game. So you say Tennessee's only minus 130 on the money line and less than a field goal favorite? I expect that spread to move by the time we get to Thursday, Friday. I expect that money line value to significantly move. So go jump on that while you still can. The Vikings are in a similar situation as the Eagles, but I think a little bit worse, honestly. Minnesota's 3-7 and seven in their last 10 games as an underdog. 1-4 in, in their last five where Cousins throws under 300 yards. And on the flip side, Tennessee's 5-1 and one against the spread in its last six road games. And they're 4-0 and oh as a favorite in their last four matchups against the Vikings. The Titans look sharp on offense, unlike the Vikings who look bad on both sides. They put up 33 last week against Jacksonville without their number one wide receiver. I think the Titans are going to do what they do best. They're going to control the clock. Derrick Henry is going to be a beast. I think they're going to get Cousins to turn it over once or twice. And you have to jump on this line, people. Jump on this two and a half before it moves. I can see this going all the way to four and a half. I think the odds makers got this one wrong right now, and that will be adjusted by the time Sunday comes around. Tennessee, an early pick for me. The Panthers with the points, an early pick for me. And with the favorites really dominating the story in week two, I think there's a lot of opportunity in week three. What have you been betting? Have you had any success? It's been a weird 
NFL season so far, only two weeks in. Overs have been the the story. Favorites have been the story. And home teams have been the story. Despite no fans, home teams have been the story. Six oh nine, six oh one, thirty two ninety live in studios, taking you all the way up to one AM. Now the Houston Texans, and I talked about this last night with Ben Heisler from Sports Illustrated, SI Gambling and SI Fantasy. The Houston Texans, they they didn't catch any breaks from the schedule makers here in the NFL, opening up against the defending champs and then having to go face the reigning NFL MVP and the Baltimore Ravens. They looked really bad against Baltimore. It's not like we can say, well, they battled. It was 40-37. The Texans looked really bad in week two. So you have 2-0 versus 0-2 here as the Steelers now are playing host to the Texans. Ben Roethlisberger's back. He dropped some weight. And they're going to be hosting Watson, who's desperate for a win, man. And the odds makers have the Steelers as favorites just over a field goal. Right now, three-and-a-half-point favorites for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So if you're if you're the Houston Texans, it's certainly no time to panic. 0-2 is not a good start, as we know way too well here in Philadelphia, in the Philadelphia area with the Eagles. But, as I mentioned, that schedule is a legitimate excuse. So you can't hold it too much against them. And they have another good team here in week three facing the Pittsburgh Steelers on the road. But some trends here for that 1 o'clock Sunday matchup. The Steelers are 0-4 against the spread in their last four games versus the AFC. They're 1-4 against the spread in their last five as a favorite. And on the flip side of things, the Texans are 8-1 against the spread in their last nine games following a double-digit loss at home. The Texans are 10-3-1 against the spread in their last 14 games following a loss. So some trends there point to the Texans. You have to look at the Texans' schedule so far and that 0-2 record to the average fan, to the average better. That doesn't tell the, the full story. And I think the Texans are going to cover the spread. I also think they can win this game outright. The Steelers have beaten the Giants and the Broncos, two teams that are a mess from top to bottom, especially right now. And the Texans have lost to probably the two best teams in the NFL. Watson's going to be able to keep plays alive, extend plays, get out of the pocket. And Roethlisberger has a really banged up offensive line. And Houston's the desperate team. So that's another game where you say, okay, with everything that I just laid out for you, you're giving me three and a half points. I really like Houston. I really like Houston. As far as the total, I lean towards the over. Watson's going to have some success. Texans won't be able to run the ball. That's one thing that you have to keep an eye on. So if Pittsburgh gets a lead early, they're going to know Houston has to throw it. That could be some trouble. But I 
I expect Pittsburgh to be aggressive, too. They're facing a Houston defense that's given up at least 33 points in each of their first two games, and that doesn't, you know, you have to 